Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who Stop. gonna run this town tonight Hey, welcome to Formula Sports Talk We are live, I guess we are live I, You know, I've been here for like five, six years Or maybe six years doing the show I have no idea what time the show starts We apologize for technical difficulties Alice Clancy's in the studio Got a lot to talk about Steve Kerr agrees to five-year deal To coach the Golden State Warriors A guy who's never coached before A guy who's never coached anything before But has been a part of five NBA championships Have been in the league 15 years um, can't, not going to say he can't do it He doesn't know what he's doing But is this a surprise that he was He was courted to go to the New York Knicks And under Phil Jackson Understanding the triangle offense But he ends up in Golden State I wonder why that is And you fire Mark Jackson He's going to fall into a great team I think the Golden State Warriors is a pretty good team Alex Clancy is here as I mentioned 888-346-9144 Alex are you surprised about Steve Kerr did. Not really. I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, he's a West Coast guy. His wife wants to stay West Coast. And you're walking into a team that has 51 wins that uh, played the Clippers pretty tough in the first round this year. The Knicks are in shambles. And you don't know if Carmelo's going to stay. You don't know what LeBron's going to do. Uh, I understand that Western Conference is a tougher conference, obviously, as, as we saw this past season. But I think for his family and for the talent that he has on the team, I thought it was a no-brainer. I think they, they also offered him an extra year that the Knicks didn't offer. Right. So, And, and, and although, you know, you got the palm trees and the sunshine out here in the West, it, it, it's tough business if you sports-wise. Arizona Cardinals 10-6 and six, couldn't get in the playoffs. We look what the Phoenix Suns did and, and the teams that they beat during the regular season. Had they been in the playoffs, the Phoenix Suns, we wonder what could have happened, would have happened. Possibly should have happened, um, but they still have some growing to do. Steve Kerr, one of the, I think one of the key decisions of him staying there or staying in, on the West Coast and going to Golden State was his daughter plays volleyball or soccer at Cal. Uh, he's close to home. He talked about he being a family man. Uh, two thumbs up for him, wanting to be close. Also, who wants to coach the Knicks if I have no idea if my superstar is going to be there? And then what are those other guys do? Who do we have to get rid of to go get other guys that's going to be serviceable? And are those guys role players? Because I think the New York Knicks have a team, but they just haven't found a chemistry to play together. I don't know if it was the coach who couldn't find those guys, the right chemistry for those guys to coexist, or everybody wants to be a superstar. And we talk about a lot in that language when we talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. But it was an amazing game that they play, and we'll get to that. But who now coaches the New York Knicks? I think Mark Jackson is the obvious choice. He's the he's definitely the obvious choice, but he shouldn't have been fired in Golden State. Golden State. But you're talking about a guy, Mark Jackson, who's – where do you go to St. John's? He yeah. St. John's. Yeah, he's a New York guy. Yeah, St. John's, and he played, played for, for the Knicks. Knicks. Played for the Knicks. He is probably the perfect guy to get those guys. I mean, I don't know. It's probably a handful of perfect guys, but he is one of the perf- perfect guys to get that thing done over there. Yeah. But I don't know if he – should he have to be forced to run a triangle? Well, yeah, you know what, I think it'd be to his benefit because with all the talent that he had in Golden State and the players loved him over there, and I think that's a huge thing that the Knicks are going to look at because especially somebody that is coming right out of the booth, you get respect right off, right off the bat. And uh, they, they had two really good years the past two years. They won over 50 games, I think, both years, made the playoffs both years. Uh, they almost beat San Antonio in that series two years ago, or they gave him a run for their money. So I think that that's an obvious choice. And with Steve Kerr, 
wouldn't you be salivating at the mouth if you were him looking at Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, two of the best shooters in the league now? Absolutely. He's one of the best shooters of all time, so he can lend something that Mark Jackson couldn't lend. I just question their defense and how they're going to – they may need to bring in some defensive coaches or something in that regard because Mark Jackson was a defensive guy or tried to be, and it just didn't work out. The guy who just got fired in Cleveland is a defensive guy. Why, far, <laughs> why not hire him as an assistant? Because I, I really don't think – you laughing, but I don't think <laughs> – he will How did he get, get fired three times in two year, in four years? Okay. Well, first of all, it was a loyalty uh, issue. Uh, you, did you hear the Cleveland Cavaliers? Well, owner? he's obviously a scapegoat. Okay, exactly. So that's how you get fired in, in three years. Well, that's, also the record because they right. were awful the last they two years. They were awful, but again, now you're making me flip the script. <laughs> now, again, there was no who, – who did they have there? Who did they have there? When they had, when they had LeBron James there um, – Mike, wasn't it Mike? What's his Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown got fired. You had the best player, but you had the best player, ascending best player. You had one of the ascending best players in LeBron James, who still single-handedly took them to the finals. Mike Brown and the, and the owner said, well, "This is a team about loyalty," and he said all this nonsense when LeBron Jeff, when LeBron James went left for Miami Heat. Then he wanted to make his team think it was all about loyalty, and then he turns around and fired Mike Brown again. Well, Dan Gilbert's a knucklehead. I mean, we know that. I mean, yeah, after all is. the things that he came out after, he said he's he looked like a he's a well, he looked like a jealous uh, family member or a jealous, jealous ex girlfriend or, yeah. or something like that, or a jealous boyfriend. We don't want to do one thing or the other. Um, but yeah, so that's what he looked like. And Mike Brown just, I feel bad for the guy. He made a huge mistake first off by saying it's. I, it's an honor to coach you, or it's an honor, like, the, whatever he said to LeBron when LeBron was younger, he's, that means he's already belly up. Right. He's already out of control, and that was one of his mistakes. Yeah, I think an ex, jealous ex-boyfriend is the worst. And one thing I can't stand is a jealous man. It's the worst. Anyway, um, if, if Mark Jackson goes to New York Knicks, and he's, I'm not saying that he having to run the triangle offense is a bad thing, but who are you going to have there? You got, he's not going to go there if Carmelo's not there. It just doesn't make sense for him as a pro. It don't, it's not like he, I have to ha- have a head coaching job. You just go into the Knicks just because it's the Knicks and you played there. You was rookie of the year there you, uh, when you got there. You have to have some superstars in place to run his offense. Yeah, that's fair. But they, they're going to have to do a whole, a, a whole uh, makeover of that team to get guys that are equipped to run the triangle offense. All it is is 6-3 and above guards. Uh, power forwards that can shoot and centers that are big. <laughs> Where are you going to get those from? No, I'm just saying, like, well, Andre Bargnani's a perfect guy to play the triangle because he can spread the defense. He one of the first one of the first parts of the triangle offense is is a power forward coming up to the elbow or elbow extended, doing the fake handoff, facing up and making a decision. That's why Powell was so good in the triangle with Phil Jackson, and I think Andre Bargnani could do that. But you have to teach Carmelo Anthony how to play within a system that he's never done before. The Indian, the Golden State Warriors uh, players over there, they like, they like Mark Jackson so much, and they actually politicked uh, for this guy so much uh, during the season. I like to see how this transition takes place with Steve Kerr as the head coach. I know he can come in there and talk that language to him and get him to play because he was a shooting guard. He was Steve Kerr held and some his of the own. clutchest shots in NBA history. Right, he held his own uh, during his time in the NBA. Uh, as far as Mark Jackson is concerned. I wonder will he be able to get some of those guys through free agency. We, exactly. And I think with New York, you think Steph Curry wouldn't look good in New York? He would look great in New York. I mean, York. so that's and, – and he's made for the big stage. Yeah. He went to Davidson, no name. Uh, he goes to Golden State. We didn't think it would get that spotlight, but he bought it there along with a lot of the other backcourt guy. Now look at him. Now yeah. look at him in New York. I mean, because that, that is – he had his highest scoring game in, in, in Madison Square Garden, which a lot of big players have done. 
Um, and and, and l- lest we forget that that draft pick was traded to the Suns for Amari Stoudemire. It was a done deal, right. and then it got taken away right at the last second. So Steph Curry should have been a son. Who coaches the Los Angeles Lakers, though? I don't. You know what? At this point, I, I hope maybe. Don't, don't, don't say you don't you care. Know what, you know no, what? Maybe know we'll what just do a Bill Russell say. thing and have Kobe coach and play. Why don't we just do that? Let's try something else. Well, he's doing it anyway when he's on the court. Because if you're going to get some circus guy coming in there like John Calipari or anything like that, uh, it's it would be a detriment to the Lakers. And I hope that now, after D'Antoni failed and after Mike Brown failed, that the Jim Bus might talk to Kobe, might talk to somebody else uh, in an effort to get a coach that might actually fit there. I mean that because that's the main deal. Who can fit? Who can deal with the expectations in LA that supersede? By far the expectations that are in New York because New York's never tasted anything close to what the Lakers have tasted. Steve Kerr, no, nothing but the history. That's about it. But Steve Kerr gets a five-year, $25 million deal. He gets to stay in the state of California. Uh, to be it's a, a perfect job for yeah, him. Well, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. Some, sometimes people Expectations mess, are so much lower. We mess up a lot of perfect things in our life. You know, do you know that? We, yeah. But I hope he, um, one of those that, you know, Get it done over there, cause he has what he has what is need. He has what it needed. I don't I don't know what's gonna get them over top. Maybe well they did have some injuries in Golden State. Yeah, Andrew Bogut was Andrew detrimental. Bogut was, yeah, when he was done, they they had no presence in the middle. So uh, hopefully he gets get them over top. He get to see his daughter plays at the University of Cal. Uh, Whether I think it's volleyball or softball, one of those sports, maybe soccer. Um, he gets to be in California, in the West. So hopefully that works out for him. Um, Robert Hernandez indicted. He was already in jail, in jail for a situation with the uh, what was his friend name? You remember that? Odin Lloyd. Odin Lloyd. Yes, for that situation. Now, Hernandez was indicted today for 2012. What you laughing at? Double murder. I can't remember shit. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm laughing at how does this guy have time to play football? He didn't. If he's imagine how two faced you have to be to do this in 2012, play football, and then do the. It's like. Who is this guy? He was such a he was so good. He was so good. <laughs> I, just, I, you know, I, I don't laugh. I'm nervous laughing. It's just like how many people do you have to kill before I you hate, get caught? I hate nervous laughing. I, I, people do that. <laughs> no, you know what I you know what I mean? It's no, just I know like, you, I, know, I do know what you mean though. For, um yeah, just, you, I'm with you. Where where were you playing? Imagine if you concentrate on football, how good you would be with the talent you had and had time to allegedly commit these murders or be yeah, a part of these murders. Right. I you know, I don't know. It just it's doesn't look good for him. It doesn't look good for him because because it, he's been sitting in jail on a, the the uh, lower situation. Obviously, the detectives and whomever was else involved with this and and getting the information against him, they've done their work. They've done their homework because no way will you come out and say we're indicting this guy if you don't have substantial evidence or you don't have somebody who's already turned against Hernandez to uh, testify against him that was with him uh, for this guy. He'll never see the light of day again. Yeah, it, it was interesting because the Odin Lloyd case. It looked like there were some, looked like there were some holes in the, uh, in the case against him. So it was like, is this guy going to get off? This yeah. is impossible. And now, no shot. Let's let's talk a little bit about that when we come back. Alex Alex Clancy, Kwamalasi, Kwamalasi Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Your 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on The Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the program. A lot of sports talk. 888-346-9144 is the number if you want to call in and join the show. Alex Clancy is in the studio. Alex Clancy will be hosting the show tomorrow. You know what you're going to talk about or just up-to-minute stuff? Yeah. Just whatever, huh? Just do what you It's a tease. You know, I'm not going to tell everybody now. That's no, why I was a tease. That's why I'll you tell them I'll talk that. about you the said. games tonight and um, Aaron Hernandez and... Uh, oh, you know what? I probably... Because um, I get in... I get out of... I, I should be able to call in. So you won't be by yourself and nobody hangs up on you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so tease... Yeah, no. You're speaking of the games. It was good. And we want to get into the games uh, because Russell Westbrook stepped up for the Oklahoma City Thunders. Uh, how they won that game and... Well, we know how they won it. We know how they lost. Uh, Clippers lost it also. Hernandez. What makes this guy? And and I, and, and what I'm I'm thinking as I'm trying to say this because I'm thinking about Oscar Pistorius. Yeah. Because on his side, everything that took place in Floyd had come to trial so long, both cases. Now they're saying he might have anxiety disorders, where he just. It was okay. It wasn't okay, but it was a medical reason why he shot his girlfriend. What is this guy um, Hernandez situation? He's he's been indicted for the 2012 double murders. He was already on trial for a uh, lower situation. What is what is what could be going through his head? He watched too much TV, and, and you talked off the air that this happened at the stoplight. What what's that about? Like, how do you wake up? I know certain situations happen where you just snap. We all snap in situations, but to say, okay, I'm killing somebody, it's not like somebody even touched his family. What have you always said since day one of me being on this show is get away from the people, the friends that you had growing up if you want to make something of yourself. 
if if you have friends that are like that. That and right? and know who your friends are. Yeah. Okay. So you were lucky enough. You you, you told me <laughs> candidly and on air that your friends would leave you alone when, when you were in game mode. Right. Yeah. Your friends would leave you like that was that's something a respect for you that not a lot of people got to a certain yeah. extent when they were younger. Aaron Hernandez, if you don't go to University of Connecticut to get away from your friends, if you go to University of Florida, you go that far away to get away from your friends. Why do you think going back to your friends in the offseason or whatever, it was just unfortunate that he got drafted by the Patriots and he's in his backyard again. Right. You know, and but, like, like that is a huge, huge red flag. If you go states away to get away from the people that you grew up with, to make, quote-unquote, a better life for yourself or to focus on football or whatever it might be. And I think his brother went to Connecticut also, but he he been having issues coming up, had to made sense for him to go, as you mentioned, to go to the University of Florida to get away. And that growing process, from that day he left, not going to University of Connecticut, going to Florida, still a kid, ha- having some situations at the University of Florida, what is it, Gainesville, out in Gainesville, having situation issues there, and... They are now coming out as well with all this going on as far as the double murder and the, and the case, he's, the trial he's sitting on now with Lord. The, going through that process, I would like to think that all those chances you got, it's two things could happen. You think you Teflon, you think you bulletproof, or you say um, you never learn, you're never going to learn your lesson, or you think he will learn his lesson. So when he comes to the New England Patriots, He's now a professional, so now you have to conduct yourself a certain way, supposedly. And we, we see that doesn't happen a lot. We see a lot of, like, Josh, like Josh Gordon um, having the issues out in Cleveland. Like, your second issue? At what time? Smoke any other time, Josh. Smoke any time. Now you're a detriment to your team. Now you, you, you change the complexity of our team, regardless of what the owners and GM say, because <laughs> – I could have drafted a receiver. And for and for the record, we're not comparing murder to weed. No, but no. that's just. I mean, <clears throat> no. I'm just but, saying. And he, I'm just saying, their mental capacity. He like, carried himself thinking. very well in the field. Aaron Hernandez did. Yeah, yeah you know, but, and everything. But he's had a, he has a rap sheet longer in the Bible. But you got to take when you get off the field. You got to leave that stuff on the field. That's why you got to have a place to go, and that's why you got to have friends around you. And not maybe it's your girlfriend, your wife, or whomever, or your or your guys. You have to have some time to yourself after a game to get that out your system. You play a physical sports. For 60 minutes, 60 plus minutes, physical, being physical, being detrimental, having aggressive attitude. After a game, any game, basketball, because the comp- if you're a competitor, because the competition is at its high, you have to be able to get, get away from that for at least 30 minutes. Or however long you have to get away for, from it, you have to. But you have to have those people around you to understand that. And when they don't, oh, after the game, let's go here, let's go there. Well, I'm still in aggressive mode. Somebody say something stupid to me. Mm-hmm. I'm still in aggressive mode. I might just do some things. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. This has just come out, so obviously we'll we'll keep we'll keep a pulse on this. And I, I mean, I don't really know if there is any sort of light at the end of the tunnel for him. I, I just don't. I, I mean, I don't think that there is that at he, this point. He, if this is true, then he's done. I mean, then he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. I think the light at the end of the tunnel for him, if we can say to give him some light, is he get to die in jail. Not by the electrocution, but he gets a life sentence where he gets to die in jail. Yeah. I, 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 that's unfortunate. I don't wish that on anybody. I know. I mean, some guys are built for this. It, you know, it depends on what you do. You touch my kids or anybody in my family. So eventually, I'm built for this. You, you, things going to happen. Because where I come from, I just don't trust the law. Mm-hmm. I, but I know their job is to protect and serve. Yeah, but for who and for when and where. But the situation where he's able to just snap. 
and still be a part of it, as you mentioned, still be a part of some nonsense, even at a professional level, you're making millions of dollars. Don't you see your life changing? Don't you see your life changing? You, you, and that's why people talk about these athletes who make a lot of money. They're still stupid. Most of them still stupid. And you still do dumb things. That, and we're reminded <laughs> of that a lot of times, yeah. which, is not, which is unfair. <laughs> It's unfair to the majority of people that are that are good, upstanding human beings that are consummate professionals that make a lot of money and are careful with it and don't don't go crazy, don't get out of line, you know. But you, we were reminded of these: the Pac-Man Joneses oh, and he um, has so many chances. He had nine lives. Yeah, I, know, I know, and he's yeah, he's still here. Adam Jones, he had nine lives. He did. I think he how was. How do you do that? He was a uh, Roger Goodell's pet project. He, he wanted to, he wanted to make sure that he I'm could change that, that guy. I'm glad you said that because that's what when I was saying what I say, I, that's what I was thinking. I felt like that, like. There were so many other projects. I mean, I think Roger Dale got to talk to him face-to-face. And you, if you could talk to somebody, see, we can judge anybody from mm-hmm. afar. Sure. And most times we do. But when you get to talk to somebody and you know their heart, you, you understand, God, man, just, just stay away from your friend. It is hard to stay away from your people you grew up with because those are people that's going to die for you. Those are going to fight for you. They live for you. Those are people that got your back when nobody else has it or you, know, you don't think anybody else have, have your back. It is hard to leave your friends alone, but you have your friends have to be your friend. Mm-hmm. I think your friends have to protect you from them. They have to know. My guys told me, Kwame, we'll catch up with you later. We don't want, you want to be around here right now. They could just say, hang around here, get caught on surveillance. Okay, your name bigger than ours, you go to jail. Now, nothing happened to them, you go to jail. Then I got to, if nothing ever happened to me and I just got to fight uh, lawyer fees and do all that stuff, then those wouldn't have been my friends. Right, those have been my friends, but you know, I thought Adam Jones was a uh, was a um, project. But uh, I say that because there was a lot of projects that could, a lot of guys that could have been projects. Maybe they were, but not opening openly um, for us to see that. So on the other side of things of the country, the world. I'm sorry, the world. Oscar Pistorius, his case is being postponed, delayed again, so he can get a value, psych evaluations to see if he has anxiety disorders. There, th- if this turns into the O.J. Simpson trial, it's already. It's I mean, already. if this, if the result is that of the O.J. Simpson trial, I don't know how because it's a completely different country, different continent. I don't know how what the backlash is going to be because he was the all South African boy. He was the all right. American boy for, for over there. Right. He was loved by everybody. You know, defied odds. Uh, Blade Runner, all all of those things. Uh, Olympian, and if this goes down. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know if somebody's going to kill him. I don't know if like I don't know what's going to happen. But it's it's going to be bad and it looks like th- this in theory could have been an open and shut case as, as quickly as these cases go. But this is oh, and side, did you see the paintings that she that she painted? Reva Steen, Steve Kemp, his uh, the the Oscar one he wrote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see the paintings? There were a couple paintings that I, I saw briefly. One of them was of her painting her in the corner of what looked to be a bathroom with her knees up exactly where the uh, detective said that she was when when he shot her. She was. And there was another artist? one. No, but this is it's pretty much uh, like a premonition of what was to come. Right. Like it was crazy. It gave me chills. Like yeah, and well, the other one was, whew, it was it was scary that she kind of predicted her own fate. It looked like no, some people can do that. Some people, oh, a lot of people can do that, predict their own fate. But they also can predict it by being in situations that they shouldn't be in. I didn't, I didn't see the paintings, but that, I would be interested to see yeah, those things. They're, they're a trip. Tupac did it. I think, I think Biggie did it. You, you laugh? What you laughing for? No, I know he did. They, 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 I know he had songs that he, you thought he was still alive. 
the songs he wrote. He has a uh, he and a couple more artists. They have stuff that's on at universities that they study in right now. I oh, was yeah. I, I was doing a um, I was in the Bay Area, so I had this classroom and I'm looking at what are these guys? It was man, I think it was history, philosophy, or something like that. And I'm looking at the work and I'm reading. I'm being nosy because I'm sitting at the teacher's <laughs> desk. Um, they got Tupac lyrics, Eminem lyrics, Biggie lyrics. Um, was it Guns N' Roses? It was, it was somebody else. Uh, Nirvana lyrics. They had lyrics of all these artists, and they was oh, they was defining them. And it put me in the mindset of one of the movies I seen was uh, what is her name? Uh, these kids were doing Bob Dylan and Dylan Thomas. Oh yeah, Dylan, uh, yeah, yeah. Dylan, I know what you're Dylan, about. Yeah, yeah, Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. Yeah, put me in the mindset of that, and I think that's what a lot. Of, but if you study the lyrics of these people, you find out how they think because it, it's still poetry. Yeah, they're geniuses. I mean, all three of them were. Yeah, are, we, we are. Guys who can do that are geniuses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Knows no. you guys are geniuses, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, people who write poetry who, who can do that, their rap stuff, how they use it is how they use it, but just to think of that and put it together. And sometimes most of them talk about what's going on with them, what they've seen, what's been around them, how they live their life. Or sometimes somebody can talk about some premonition things that, you know, it haven't even happened yet. Like Oscar's story is she painted the picture, his girlfriend, she painted the picture of probably her own situation, Demi- yeah. her own demise. I mean, maybe she had been in that position before and he just hadn't shot her. Right. Well, cause some, I mean, cause cause sometimes, that's, yeah, sometimes, you, sometimes that happens. So to answer your question fully, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I mean, this is they're going to prolong this as much as possible. He's going to throw as much money at this as possible. And uh, him crying on, on like, there was a whole thing about him taking acting lessons to be able to cry. No way. To make, like, I mean, there's so <laughs> many things. There's so many outliers that could or could not be true. We have no idea. Come on, last of Sports Talk, Alex Glancy in the studio. We're going to take a break, and we're going to cut this short and talk about some basketball, some NBA basketball, Thunder Clippers game. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes' work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.com. Sports and medicine go hand-in-hand. 
quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Quarman Last of the Sports Talk. We are live. We are in our third segment. One more after this, I do believe. So, Alex Clancy is in the studio, 888-346-9144. The Oklahoma City Thunder retains a possession of the ball, uh, of an out-of-bounds ball called with 11.3 seconds left. At this point, the Clippers was leading the game 104-102. to 102. The Thunder guard, Reggie Jackson, was driving to the basket when the Clippers forward, Mike Barnes, allegedly, I think he, not allegedly, I think he blocked, he hit the ball, but for how would they go out? So there's a big dis- disagreement, a big discussion. It wasn't about the foul. It was about who retains the ball or possession of the ball after it went out 11.3 seconds. The Oklahoma City gets the ball. They go up to lead. They go up to win lead. 11.3 seconds. Russell Westbrook's behind an arc of three. Hits three. He needed two to tie. He hits three. But the umpires, the NBA upholds a referee controversial call in the Thunder game five over the Clippers. Now, Alex was going crazy. And I was asking what he was talking about. And then I had to flip back over and I understood that is that not a the Clippers ball? I thought it was the uh, L.A. Clippers ball. Then it came down to that situation. It came down to that instant. But I believe they had 11-point, 12-point lead into the fourth with three minutes left. You do not lose a basketball game, Doc Rivers, in that situation. Chris Paul... Blake Griffin, you do not lose a basketball game in that situation with an 11-point lead on the road. You have to seize that and try to finish it off at home. There's so much talk. I'll let you speak on that, Alex, And but I want to ask you a question about Chris Paul. Now, you watched the game and you was going off. You was just – I mean, it was a great game. This NBA, the, the, the playoffs has been great from start to now. Hockey and basketball. I mean, hockey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how about the Kings though? Okay. How about the Kings? <laughs> yeah. No, for real. We can talk about gas, but we can talk the, with the gas King, about it. Do you see what they are doing? Did you see what they did in the first round? Yeah. Oh, the, oh my goodness. How do you, how is that possible? And then this right, they win, they win the first two, lose three in a row and then win game six at home. That game seven is going to be awesome. Yeah. But before that, they lost the first three and yep. won four in a row. Yep. Okay, what's your question about Chris Paul? No, the kid. No, we got <laughs> the hockey is man. If you, I remember I used to play hockey all the time. I, I don't want to change subject. Let's get into. Let's stay in basketball. Um, Chris Paul. Now I always say George Hill, or uh, I always call superstars superstars if I think they're superstar. Mm-hmm. I know numbers come with it. I don't think championships come with it. I know numbers and statistics. I should say come with it. Not the ones you can manipulate, but the ones that are what they are. The factual ones. Come with it. This is Chris Paul ninth year. Is there such thing as a superstar in the NBA or a superstar point guard? Because I watched Skip and uh, Stephen A go back and forth with this and 
Skip is 100% right. He's 100% right. But Stephen A is 100% right. But don't create another category for somebody at Chris Paul when he had a team in Charlotte. It didn't work out. It got dismantled. Now he ends up in a clipper from a a boycott, not a boycotted, but a a veto, a veto trade from with the Lakers. Is he a superstar? Because I say I'm asking this because he should have controlled that game. And Doc Rivers is the head coach, but my head coach is my point guard, and you better know what you're doing because Doc Rivers is hands on with his point guards and his shooting guards. He is very hands on. Should a superstar caliber player, Chris Paul, CP3. Should that game have got on hand, or he should he be expecting something that wasn't going to happen? Because he was expecting a foul from Westbrook. That should have never happened. Okay, so <clears throat> this is I've been waiting to talk about this for forty eight hours. Well, now. then you got the stage is yours. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to ask you a question: Is Carmelo Anthony a superstar? Yes. Do you think he is? Yeah, you okay. go too. Do you think that Tracy McGrady was a superstar? Yes. Okay. So the answer to that question, no, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm no. Not gonna justify, I'm going to say <laughs> this. I don't. I don't think the media can make them superstar. I think the numbers. Will okay. Yeah. Okay. Them. So okay. numbers wise, yes, he is. He's never made it out of the second round of the playoffs. Um, he's been the number one seed. I think in 2007, 2008. I think they were the number one seed or, or around there. Never made it out of the first round of the playoffs. Uh, lost in the first round a bunch of times the last two years with the Clippers. Um, his numbers are fantastic in the regular season. One of the most efficient players in the NBA. You can't trust him in heavy situations. You cannot. And, and it's it proof positive throughout his career. Now, going to the, the bonehead foul he made on Russell Westbrook with six seconds left on, at the three. Let, let's jump back to the Golden State series. Was it six seconds, three seconds. Yeah, well, it was six seconds when, when he fouled him. Okay, okay. Um, let's go back to the Golden State series. He shoved uh, Steph Curry mid-shot at the buzzer. They didn't call a foul. Chris Paul is greater than Steph Curry. At this point, Russell Westbrook is greater than Chris Paul. So the, the better player gets the better call. The better player gets a benefit of the doubt. And I think at home, that had something to do with it as well. But to answer your question, yes, I think he's a superstar. However, if he doesn't make it through the second round of the playoffs ever, he's not going to go down as one of the best point guards ever, in my opinion. No, I understand that. The but proof I, is in the playoffs. That's I, what it is. Let me go back to this, though, because I'm a little bit of Steph Curry and Chris Paul. You think Chris Paul is greater than Steph Curry? Absolutely. Yeah, have you seen that commercial? The, 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 um, what's the, the commercial that Chris Paul does? The, uh, um, yeah, State Farm. State Farm. You see, when you watch a commercial, you have to watch a commercial. Don't just be entertained so about you have what DVR the, for it. Fast forward that or change the channel. As I was saying, <laughs> don't be entertained about seeing two stars on a commercial in a movie in a TV show. You have to watch the commercial. These two guys are on an escalator. Which way is Chris uh, Steph Curry going, and which way is CP CP three going? I don't know. You don't know. They're on an escalator. One is ascending, one is descending. Okay. You have to I, I, I read, got that. You have to read between the lines. You just don't make a why put them on the escalator, one going up, one going down. Why do that? I don't know. Yeah, you gotta know. You just can't watch these stuff and be entertained about them. You read between the lines. Oh, if you go to the movies to be entertained, that's you. I mean, that's that's what you're paying for. But you have to read between these lines. So that's my comment to say that I don't believe that. He's greater than Steph Curry. I believe these guys are, well, 
these guys are to me they just equal because they do what they're supposed to do for their team. Who's a better shooter than Steph Curry? Well, no, but the, my point when I mean by greater is no, a greater I, greater stock in the NBA right, no, with no. refs and I, I and the front office and everything. I understand complete what you mean, but it brought me into that commercial. You have to see no one no one does anything just to be doing it. Everything is done, even these commercials. Wow. Why he's on a State Farm commercial? Was it State? It's not State Farm. Yeah, it's, it's, is it State Farm? Yeah. Why he's on that commercial? Why Blake does these things? Why these guys do these things? There's always a meaning or a message behind it. Steph Curry is ascending mm-hmm. to the superstar status, so I understand when you say he's greater than for, for us his stock and and uh, basketball presence, which could be an argument. Can be an argument, and Chris Paul is coming down. Those commercials are done for a reason. Okay, done for a reason. Now. Chris Paul, the floor general, the superstar point guard that he is or supposed to be, has a game tonight. There is no way that Thunder should be left in that building. That he should, they should get blown out. Even with the superstar caliber of Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Sergey Ibaka, if he's not shooting threes, if he's playing. But Sergey Ibaka comes from the weak side. I don't care. That's his job. He does his job. He comes from the weak side, gets a lot of block. Do your job. That's what it is. Then you're doing a great job at it, Sergey. He should not have that game close at all, except from the tip of the ball. This is going to tell the most about it, well, no, about Russell Westbrook's career this game. Because he took over last game. He was the star last game. Okay, he was the one that kept him in it and then ended up winning it for them with help from Chris Paul. Right. If Russell Westbrook comes out and takes ten shots in the first quarter, he hasn't learned jack. But if he can do the same Depends thing that he did... what kind of the shots Okay, that, and that's fair. But if he does... I mean, in, in history, Russell Westbrook has taken bad shots. And everybody knows that, and he shot too much, and we know that. But in the last five or six games, he's been... Or four or five games, he's been a completely different player. And Oklahoma City's been in all these games. Takeaway game one, where he wasn't like this. Mm-hmm. He didn't take many shots in the first half. He kept them close. They got to the line. If he can get to the line then that's fine. He got, got to the line eight, 16 times in he this sh- game. And he should because he's that dynamic. And they can dribble. shoot 85% from the line. So right. do that. Him jacking threes, little 18-footers with four people on him is different. We will see so much about his growth in this game. If he can keep it under control, they'll win this game. I don't think they w- If he can. If it, he it, keeps if, it if, under if, control, I if am he, 100% picking Russell Westbrook, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. If he can keep it under control, I think the game, the game is tight. I think it's... One of those games, minus the mistakes by Chris Paul. I think it's a tight game, and it comes down to Russell Westbrook having the ball again and losing it, um, and then going home and shining again. I thought after Kevin Durant's MVP speech, his whole game changed. Yeah. Because I don't think he's Kevin Durant has ever said out loud that I'm behind you. Sometimes I just want to pull you to the side tell you calm down. But I know what kind of superstar you are, Russell Westbrook. I thought that just gave him so much positive confidence because he's he, he's a confident he's a Floyd Mayweather to me. Yeah, he, he's confident regardless if you validate him or not. He's going to be that guy. But after that whole after that, I almost said Hall of Fame speech, which that's going to come down the road. Yeah. Um, after that MVP speech by Kevin Durant, Westbrook's been a different guy. Yeah. No, I mean it's true. And I mean, it's true. And then going back really quickly to the actual foul itself, there are two schools of thought with this. Uh, Matt Barnes definitely fouled Reggie Jackson. First of all, Reggie Jackson should have lobbed the ball to Kevin Durant or something who was wide yeah, open. Yeah, why he tried but to be a superstar? I don't know. But um, 
Matt Barnes definitely ripped Reggie Jackson's left hand away from the ball, which caused it to go out of bounds. The ball went out of bounds off Reggie Jackson. There's no question about that if you watch the replay. In old times, when the before replay, the oh. ref the ref would go up to the coach and be like, "Okay, I didn't call the foul. The foul was missed. The ball went off. The ball went off their guy, but we're calling it even and giving the ball to the team that got fouled that wasn't called. And that's what happened in this game." And the other school of thought is, so the old school is, uh, they equal each other out. The team that got fouled, it wasn't called, gets the ball. The new school of thought is, you can't replay to determine if it was a foul or not. But you can replay to determine who the ball went off of. So you, you give the ball, you award the ball to the team, who the ball, the ball went off of, you award, awarded to the other team and, and overlooked the foul. Oh. And, and those, are the two, those are the two schools of thought. Old time and days, that's when it was, but... You can't review a foul. You either call a foul right now, and I and I understand what I just said and what they used to do back in the day from what you just said. I thought it was a Clippers ball, so I don't know. Well, they got a game six, and we'll 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 we'll, we'll finish the complexity of this that game and what's to come with the game tonight. Kwame Lai Sports Talk, Alex Clancy's in the studio. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes' work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Well, welcome back to the Quantum Last Oh, you, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, baby, oh, I'll try to give Alex a chance to. Not, not, I'm just. I don't want to upstage you. <laughs> you must be on the uh, Empire State building. Okay. Look, we're talking about the. Um, First of all, I hope everybody in San Diego is okay because there's some major fires. I know uh, uh, Frank is out there, um, uh, Hank from Tucson, he and his family, he's mentioned, I'm on the ocean. <laughs> Wait till I talk to him. 
so he's not in danger. But a lot of people out there in San Diego, I know I was in a San Diego Fires, and we had to tr- take our Monday night football game from San Diego here to Arizona against the Miami Dolphins. Um, so just hope those guys are okay. I don't know if it's some carelessness that these fires start, but I've saw I've seen documentaries where, you know, sometimes fires start out of nowhere. And let me give you an example that my idiot football friends couldn't understand that this could happen. Early in the morning, there's dew on the on leaves in the woods. That dew or that little drop becomes a magnifying glass when the sun shines through it. So it might burn and dry up the leaves or that's on the ground, those are in the trees, and that's possibly a start. I don't know how it started, but there that is a situation. You have to see it for yourself to believe it because nobody believes what I say. Yeah, you got that right. Hey, the Clippers Thunder game tonight. CP3 has to redeem himself as a superstar point guard. I think the uh I don't think Doc River gets fined at all for criticizing referees no. because that call just, I mean, it's a controversial call. It could have went either way. I know for a fact, on a small scale, that refereeing is hard. I try to do it in the, I try to do it in the high school game, uh, middle school game. It, it is hard. Me, I personally don't care because I tell the parents, get out my face. And I, say, <laughs> I, I don't care. Um, but it is, it is tough refereeing the game. And, and the magnitude, that's why they went from two referees to three referees on a basketball court so you can see it all. I do have a problem when one referee is standing right there and you do not make the call and somebody from the back end who shouldn't have any visual who don't have any visual on the call makes the call that's not the case in the Oklahoma City Thunder Los Angeles Clippers game five this time it came down so replay is really not what it seems to be it's just to say we're going to do our best as replay I think it slows games down takes the momentum away uh, for a lot of games high action impact games what does Chris Paul have to come out and do? Because I said if he's going to be that guy who we think he is or who he think he is or what we make him to be, and we're outside looking in because I know he's having those same thoughts that, damn, Kwame said I got to play hard this week. I know. Uh, <laughs> what, what does he have to do tonight to keep Oklahoma, to go back to Oklahoma? I mean, I, I think that he's played – Exceptionally well in, in this series, mm. you know he has. I mean, it, it, with the three he minutes, show up, he didn't show up in one of those Golden State uh, two. No, games. I'm saying in this series alone, he had like I mean, yeah, the game two days ago. I mean, he just was a poor game manager with three mm-hmm. minutes left. Like that's what you have him for. Um, tonight, it's it really comes down to getting everybody involved, getting JJ Redick involved early, getting Matt Barnes involved early, and then Blake Griffin getting involved early. Chris Paul, if he took zero shots tonight. I think they'd have a better chance of. Well, that's not true. But I mean, <laughs> if he took if he took under good. if he took under ten shots tonight, they'd have a better chance of winning than if he took over fifteen. Well, Kevin because Durant, Kevin Durant can't be six for twenty two. If that's the case, if Russell Westbrook takes no 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 Chris Paul Chris Paul okay, okay. yeah did I say Russell Westbrook no 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 I yeah you know if Chris you Paul if Chris Paul shoots under ten shots tonight they have a better chance of winning than if he shoots over 15. If he keeps this, if he keeps this scoring under 20 points, mm-hmm. they have a better chance of winning. That's just what it is. That's how it's been, and I've said this before the playoffs started. His scoring goes up in the playoffs because he thinks he needs to do more of it himself. Why don't you just stick with what's, stick with what's working during the regular season and, and just take care of business? Was Michael Jordan a superstar before he won championships? Because well, he, he, got had, battle. he got battle-tested. With the with how the lead was, it was he was also lead. in the East. He was also with the in the Knicks, East, but it was and, physical. And that the was, Pistons the, and the East was physical then. Yeah, it was way more physical than 
what the West is today. Well, he won a championship in the seventh year. Yeah. But so was Chris, his superstar until then? Because I, I you was, can't compare him and Chris Paul. I can. I just, yes, I can. I they're can, com- well, they're completely different players. Magic yeah. Johnson. Magic Johnson won a championship his rookie year. I'm talking about their superstar uh, caliber. Their superstar. Oral that they have or that we give them. We, some of these guys are not superstars. We argue back and forth about who's a superstar in Indiana for the Pacers. I don't think any of them are. Yeah, yeah, and, I th- and I do. Okay. So now, and what I think of them and what you think of them, are they superstars? And, well, Chris Paul misses half the year every year. Okay, so you can't be a superstar if you can't stay on the court. Yeah. He plays 50, 55 games a year, 60 games a year. That's enough. No, it's not. That's enough. What is it, three quarters of the season? If, if, he, was, if, he, was healthy, if he was healthy the whole year this year, they would have had the number one overall seed. Yeah. And it would have compl- been a completely different playoffs. Over the Spurs. Yeah, 100%. No way. They, top to bottom, are the most talented team in the NBA. So when they, oh, t- yeah, talent, yeah, absolutely. And regular just, season. You, but talent don't Talent just can win get games. you through regular season. Ta- talent just don't win games. You got to have a smart point guard. Who, can, who needs to stay healthy. He's never played a full season, I don't think. If the San Antonio Spurs do not have Tony Parker, their next series is going to be a problem, even though they play well, but they have to play. He's they, fine. Yeah, but they play a Portland team who was already wounded. You just shot three of Portland's legs, and they had one more to lean on. They were already done. And you look at what these guys did last night. Did Kawhi Leonard? Oh, my goodness, I thought he was Jordan. I thought he was Michael Jordan last night. Yeah, that was one of the best draft picks. They traded up to get him. Yeah. And they got him 16 overall. Yeah. yeah. CP3, Chris Paul, he has to come out this series to be a superstar. Yes. I don't know a superstar point guard and all that other stuff. Yeah, I could give, I can find a way to make a lot of these guys superstars, and that's not what I'm doing with uh, Hill over in um, Indiana. George. George Hill. I no, Hill. Paul George. Paul George. I mean, Paul, yeah, 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 Paul George. I think Paul George is a superstar. I think he's in the midst of a lot of turmoil with his team, so... As young as he is, he's a young superstar. As young as he, he is, he's just buying right into it. Yeah, well, he's gotten further than Chris Paul in the last two seasons. Yeah, but I, so, think, I think Chris Paul will come out this. He has to, he has to, if he don't come out this, this series. There's the going to be questions. Of, for the rest of his career, he has to be outstanding. He has to be outstanding if he doesn't come out this series. If he come out this series being down, having a game at home, how do you lose at home if you the star, you got the most talent? Your talent is better. I think it's four against two or four against three in this game. Well, actually, actually, I think it's five against three. Five against three? What do you mean? It's five guys on the field at the court on time. It's five on five. Yeah. I think the Los Angeles Clippers have more guys yeah. that can score. Well, that's what it's been the whole series. Yeah, and but, but a, now we're looking at it. We got a three-two series. Yeah, but the two guys on the Oklahoma City are arguably better than any of the guys on the Clippers side. What? Yeah. I mean, like... They got a guy on the bench that can Blake, start Blake from. Griffin can't take over a game. Oh, my goodness. He can't. We've By seen himself, him. he we've can't. <laughs> they're going to make, they're gonna make I, Blake I, I, Griffin... I just didn't know what to call you. I forgot I was on air. They're going to make him shoot Alex, jumpers. We watched this guy transcend to Blake Griffin. Not the guy from Oklahoma, the soft guy. We watched this guy take over games in regular season. I know it's the playoffs, but he could take over games. Okay. Blake Griffin... Yeah. Yes. Well, didn't he have like 35 points a couple times this year? Yeah. Okay, but that's no, taking over a game, Okay, man. but regular season 
and playoffs are very different. Uh, not if, your mentality. For Oklahoma City to go in and win on the road, you put Blake Griffin on the line as much as possible. You put DeAndre Jordan on the line as much as possible. DeAndre Jordan, yes. You he put, can't shoot. You put Blake Griffin in a position where he has to shoot jumpers. DeAndre, DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan has to be Dennis Rodman for them to win this game. Paul Pierce has to be, I mean, uh, <laughs> Chris Paul has to be Steph Curry. Um Blake Griffin has to be Charles Barkley. They win this game. So you're picking the Clippers? Yes, I'm picking the Clippers. You want to okay. bet on it? Yeah. What you want to bet? I, whatever. Whatever. Okay. I'll bet whatever you want. I'll bet $1,000. Okay, I don't want to do that. What? <laughs> you just said you'll bet whatever. Uh, we'll figure it out. Now, we ain't I, figuring out nothing. We got three minutes till we get off the air. Okay. Two and a half minutes, really. Or maybe do we got five because we started two minutes later. What you want to do, man? I don't know. I got to think about it. See, that's what I'm it's talking about. It's a big about. one. This is our first bet, so I got to think about it. It's not our first bet. You lost a bet uh, before. You, oh, okay. You just, you just that, never paid up. That's great history. Yeah, that's you, you never just paid up. Okay. Just, guys who don't pay their bets get their thumbs broken. That's what I know. Yeah, snitches get stitches. I know. I'm learning <laughs> all of them. Uh, do you think the Pacers will win uh, game six? No. You don't? No. In tonight, that's the other game tonight. Yeah. After losing by 21, they were down 30 at home. Uh, well, your superstar was 5 for 15. Which one? Which, uh, oh, uh, Paul George Hill, Chris, Paul, Paul George. Yeah, whatever. Go yeah. Ahead. So, and Marsha Gortat looked like um, a Hall of Famer. So, Seven-game series. So you think Washington will beat... Wow. You're yeah. wrong again. I've been I wrong can't before. Believe, I'm going to... I'm so happy. So I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. The Pacers are going to win. Oklahoma City is going to win. You're going to be like, oh, no, I can't call in because you don't want to talk about it. If I can call in, I'm definitely calling in. I, I, <laughs> I think I get in in time enough to call in. I have to check my fight arrangements again. But Book it. Indiana by 10 or 12. Wow. Oklahoma City by, you know, 4 or 5. <laughs> I said it here first. You said it here drunk, high <laughs> or something. It was great for the uh, Miami Heat to get rid of the, the – uh, Brooklyn Nets, um, unfortunately, Brooklyn Nets got out. It was a great season for Jason Kidd in his first year. <laughs> yeah, you got to give him a lot of credit. That was, yeah, that's a great season. He had to fire some people to understand this is my team. This is how we're going to run it. Not to show no egotistical attitude or coaching uh, premises, but this is how we're going to run this. They were like 10-21 and 21 to start the season. Right, and they, and they got into the second round. They ran into the better team, mm-hmm. who now I'm watching what Miami is doing, I think they repeat again. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. And, but – I think they play the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, and, and I, I hope so. Uh, well, you know what? If it's San Antonio or Oklahoma City in the Western Conference Finals, I'm happy either way. Because I'd love, I'd love to see Kevin Durant get tested again. I want to see him get tested again. Mario Chalmers, I was going to text you last night, but I didn't want to make your head bigger. Mario Chalmers had two huge extra passes the last two games, one to Chris Bosh and one to Ray Allen last night. That's that ended he, up being the game winners. Yeah. He's, he's learning. He's maturing. That ain't no big thing. That means he's scared to shoot because he was that's wide not, open. He that's was not true. Open. I the understand extra, they pass, pass the ball. extra pass is huge because— Well, you pass the ball to Ray Allen even if you are wide open. <laughs> right. You know, the so extra, that— No, the extra pass is—I'm with you. The extra pass is huge. But Mario Thomas can hit that shot. Yeah, he, he's been clutch throughout his career with Miami. Yeah. Not as clutch as Ray Allen, the number one leading three-point shooter of all time. Anyway, we got our time. We got to get out of here. Alex Clancy will be hosting. I will be calling in from another location. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't want to. I had not planned a trip, but then I had to be called into a trip, which is crazy. Figured flyer miles. Kwamalas Sports Talk, Alex Clancy. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk.
on the Voice America Sports Network. 